I don't think that the wicked the sinful part of those numbers is the heart of the people of this country amen but uh, I, I think I think the morals of this people are better now I'll admit that hell is trying to affect them amen and uh, that's why you got to watch your kids and really pray for them in school because they're trying to uh, take each generation farther in darkness farther away from truth farther away from the word of God but it's a very significant day in, in, uh, uh, because it, 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 it can keep or take away the blessing of God from a nation amen it's, it's, uh, that's, that's, that's what as in nearly 40 years of walking with God that's, that's what's in my heart and that's why I prayed. Amen. And that's why I was concerned about my votes. And what president was going to put in the right judges to get that overturned. Because it had to be. And I know, I, know, I know there's people arguing and fussing and fighting and everything. But it'll all be all right. It'll all be all right. Amen. I remember when elections didn't go my way and... I'd fuss and fume for a few hours and then I'd finally realize, you know, life is going to go on. I'm going to have to figure out how to go on with it. <laughs> Amen. I wanted to move to Australia the time or two. And, but I survived all that. I didn't and I survived. Amen. Well, we have children's ministry for ages six months up to the sixth grade. And uh, hallelujah. You know... Uh, Glory to God. I thank God for freedom of speech. Yeah. Amen. Amen. And uh, that's what the Second Amendment's about. We ought to be able to say what we want to say. You can't say fire in a crowded building. Yeah. That's against the law. But you should be able to speak the truth. You should be able to have your opinion, and I should be able to have mine. Amen. Amen. And... I can't commit to trying to destroy you if you don't have mine. Amen. You know, Jesus said, Go into all the world and preach the gospel to every creature. And he who believes and is baptized will be saved. And he who believeth not will be condemned. But he didn't say, The ones who don't believe, all the rest of you Christians, you go get them and wipe them out. Yet that's what, that's what Muslims did. There was a great campaign overall of the Middle East and Europe uh, uh, to where their leaders said that's what you do. Amen. And that, that's, not, that's not godly. What kind of God is that? Anybody who dis disagrees with me, we're going to wipe out. That's, that's communism. That's not godliness. God says, uh, give them the truth, and if they choose me, we'll have a life everlasting, and it, it, but they can still have the right to say no. Amen. Glory to God. God is love. Hallelujah. Praise God forevermore. But it was good to see a flash of light in the a, in a midst of a, you know, apparent darkness. Praise God forevermore. And that, those were some enlightening facts.
because if you listen to the media, you'd think it was the numbers were reversed to what Andrew said. Amen. That's what that's what darkness does. Well, I got some things on my heart, real serious, that I've been thinking about and praying about. And I went to the barber shop last week, last Saturday, and I had a little wait, but I didn't have nothing else to do, so I sat there and. Uh, Talked with people, talked with the barber. He's my friend. He's a godly man. And uh, uh, about halfway through, uh, a man of uh, Spanish descent came in, Mexican, you know. And uh, he didn't speak much English, but he spoke enough to communicate. He knew my barber friend. And, and he, he, he could speak a little English. Amen. And so kind of... Uh, Talking, you know, you know, and he had a little boy with him. He said, uh, "Jesus is coming soon. Jesus is coming soon." And we said, "Yes, Amen. Jesus is coming soon, Amen." We could communicate that. And when I left, I got a great big God bless you, brother. You know, God bless you, brother. And I said, God bless you, brother. Amen. Jesus is coming soon, <laughs> Amen. And and you know, we have a tendency to forget that. The world wants to forget that. But heaven and earth will pass away and not one jot or tittle of this world will ever pass away. It's the same. It's not, it's, it's not a popular doctrine with a lot of people. And I, I remember in uh, 1988, a guy came out with a book. The Bible says no man knows the hour, and I'll cover that again. No man knows the hour, no man knows the day. But a man came out in 1988, 88 reasons why the Lord was coming in 1988. And it got quite a bit of uh, popularity in the Bible belt. Uh, Bookstores sold boxes full of them because everybody was talking about it. And uh, his prediction was it would be Rosh Hashanah, the Feast of the Trumpets, which was in September every year. And that it was going to be at the Feast of Trumpets when the Lord was going to come, when the trumpet's going to sound, and we're going to be out of here in 88. Well, in 88, Bethany was in her mother's womb. And I didn't know how that set with me. And I didn't, I, I, I wasn't sold out on it because uh, no man knows the hour, no man knows the day, number one. And number two, I just couldn't see if that would have been the case, she never would have been born. Because she'd have missed her birthday. She'd been in the womb. And I, I just couldn't see how something that I already loved that much, I wasn't going to get to see and enjoy. I just couldn't. But there were some people that were around and part of the church. They were caught up in it. And they influenced uh, a lot of people. And, and actually, a lot more people started coming right about September because you wouldn't want the Lord to come back and you not even be in church, would you? That, that wouldn't be good at all. And so it started filling up. And, and uh, then the day came and it wasn't so. And then I think he wrote another book saying he miscalculated a little bit. And, and I don't think the second book sold as much as the first book. And I don't know where he is today. But I, w- I want to say this before I ever start. You know, I had thoughts about, I, d- I, I don't know. And now here in America right now, it's, it's getting ugly right now. 
the, 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 I hear people going to grocery stores and there's nothing there. I don't go to grocery stores too much, thank God. Uh, so I don't really know. And then stuff is getting so high. I know gas is getting high because I pay for gas. It's, 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 it's uh, getting expensive and things are getting expensive. I heard somebody talking about going in the country store on the way to the lake and what used to cost $5 cost 20 You know, a bag of chips and a couple soft drinks and stuff. You know, it's ridiculous. And, uh, but up till this point, this has been a great country. This has been a great country. We're, we're, none of us are starving. Amen. We've got a place to live. Hallelujah. Some better than others. Amen. But even the, even the lowest on the totem pole, it's not that bad. It's not that bad. And so we can get comfortable and love this life and enjoy this life. And man, if you've got family that loves you and you've got a God that loves you and a good church family uh, and good friends in life, you know, uh, it's, it's not, it's, it's really, we have a good life. I have a great life. Amen. Hallelujah. I mean, really. And the future's just brighter for me. I've, ma- I've made it over some humps. You know, I'm on the home stretch, and it's just going to get better. All, all I can tell is just getting better. And so some people would really be reluctant to leave. Amen. Hallelujah. Because, you know, i got some grandbabies. I may have more. And if the Lord tarries is coming, I'll have great-grandbabies. Amen. And, and see the church grow. Amen. There's a, lot, there's a lot of good stuff to look forward to if everything's good. Amen. But, but let me say this. There is nothing that can compare to the glory that's going to be revealed. You won't be disappointed if the rapture happens this afternoon. And, and, you know, you missed a, a dinner engagement. Or you missed a cookout. Somebody's going to cook some big old steaks on the grill at about 6 o'clock, you know, and the rapture happened at 4.30. You wouldn't care. Or the most... The, the mo- I see people, they get so excited. I've, I've seen this. Somebody get ready to go on vacation I saw this on Facebook. Somebody getting ready to go on vacation tomorrow. Going to leave early. Well, they got the cars cleaned up. They got the oils changed. They got the air conditioners gassed up. <laughs> if they needed it. Everything ready to go. They're parked there. They're all lined up ready to go. They got their bags packed. You know, they're getting ready to go to the beach and have a week of, you know, just a, just a great time. And they're so excited about it. They're looking so forward to that. If we really knew where we're going, and what we're going to, what it's like compared to this. You know, I can imagine the beach, beach being great compared to some jobs. <laughs> I can imagine. Amen. But can you, can you imagine where we're going and how it's going to be? And your kids are going to go with you. And I didn't lose Bethany. You know what I'm saying? She got to be born and that guy was wrong. But the, the scriptures don't change. He's still coming. But it's not popular. It is not popular in churches today. You, do, you very seldom hear anybody mention it. Amen. But it is important. And I don't know if that, my little Mexican friend, I don't know if he's a preacher of this church down here where Red Barn used to be or what, but 
He, got, he had one thing right. Jesus is coming. Jesus is coming soon. Jesus is coming soon. I want to read this to you from the Passion Translation. It's 1 Thessalonians 5.14. It's today's language like a newspaper. I, and I got a lot. I told Misty this morning. I went out and sat on the porch with her for a minute. I said, I'm, I'm, just, I'm just so full on the inside right now. Stuff's just being released. And, and uh, I realize, I understand why the devil's been so mad. And I understand why the devil's been fighting so hard. Because there's so much flowing that's going to that's gonna come out. Amen. And it's good. It's good. I, be, I, I, believe, I believe what happened this week is the first step of many very positive things for the people of God. Amen. And, and, and uh, it's a thing that a lot of us weren't, weren't really expecting this quick. I wasn't expecting it all until the leak. And the only reason the leak was, was to try to get somebody to change their mind. They, they, they'll do anything. They'll do anything to have their way. And if they can't have their way, and that's not, that's not democracy. Did you notice even some of the highest senators in the land say they're wrong, we disagree, we got to do something about that. Well, all you can do about that is throw it over and turn it over and have communism. This is checks and balances. This is a three-legged stool. Amen? Legislative. The laws are made. Judicial. Decisions are made to uphold the laws. And uh, executive. The man in the White House. And it stands on all of them. That was a good design. Man, God had to help do that. God had to help do that. And it was of the people, by the people, for the people. And then I've said this, and I heard Miles Monroe say it, and it, and it, it just went so deep in me that I'll never get away from it. Democracy is only good as morality of the people. And hell is after the morality of the people. Amen. But listen at this. To the church. We appeal to you, dear brothers and sisters, to instruct those who are not in their place of battle. We appeal to you, brothers and sisters, instruct those who are not in their place of battle. Be skilled at gently encouraging those who feel themselves inadequate. Be faithful to stand your ground. Help the weak to stand again. Be quick to demonstrate patience with everyone. Resist revenge and make sure that no one pays back evil in place of evil, but always pursue doing what is beautiful to one another and to all the unbelievers. Let joy be your continual feast. Make your life a prayer. And in the midst of everything, be always giving thanks. For this is God's perfect plan for you in Christ Jesus. Never restrain or put out the fire of the Holy Spirit. And don't be one who scorns prophecies. But be faithful to examine them by putting them to the test. 
and afterward hold tightly to what has proven to be right. Avoid every appearance of evil. Now may the God of peace and harmony set you apart, making you completely holy, and may your entire being, spirit, soul, and body be kept completely flawless in the appearing of our Lord Jesus, the Anointed One. The Lord who calls you by name is trustworthy and will thoroughly complete His work in you. Now, beloved ones, pray for us. Greet every brother and sister with the sacred kiss. I solemnly plead with you before the Lord to make sure that every holy believer among you has the opportunity to hear this, uh, this letter read to them. And may grace from our Lord Jesus Christ be with you. Amen. Wow, what a timely word. Amen. We appeal to you. Instruct those who are not in their place of battle. Amen. It's battle stations. You know, I watched, uh, I watched war movie after war movie over Memorial Day and saw one on Pearl Harbor that I hadn't seen. And, and when, when the enemy came in and started attacking everything, how the soldiers scrambled to get to their battle stations, to get to their, you know, some didn't make it. Amen. But everybody was trying. Amen. Listen, we, 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 we know a battle's coming. And the devil wants us to act like there's nothing to be concerned about here. But there is something to be concerned about here. We got to be about the Father's business. Amen. And uh, it's not time to let up or slack up or be at ease in Zion. We are saved by grace. It's the gift of God. Not of works lest anyone should boast. But when you're saved... When you've been washed in the blood, when you've been born again, amen, the mystery of the gospel is Christ in you, the hope of glory. Amen. And, and so we, we, we've, got a, we've got that promise, but we have to acknowledge that promise. And we have to yield to that promise. Amen. And it's, it's helpful to be around somebody who, else who has Christ in them, the hope of glory. And there's fruit being manifested. Amen. You're going to imitate. That's why parents are so, so valuable and so important. Because that's where we learn. Amen. That's what we observe. Amen. And, and, and even when we're adults, even when we have gray hair and wrinkles, our children still listen to us and our children still look to us and, and uh, respect the things that we do, so we need to be careful to always be honorable in everything and, and uh, to honor God. Let joy be your continual feast. Hallelujah. That's what the world needs to see. They think, they think Christianity is just another religion. You know, just another something that somebody's interested in. Or another something that some man came up with and made a bunch of rules and made up some story I've even heard and, and, and recently come to understand that many of the things in the book of Mormon were written hundreds of years before by some other false religious leader and they were just copied by Joseph Smith some of them were plagiarized and yet you have 
lots of people caught up in. Religion is strong. There's a spirit behind it. There's a demon behind it, just like there's a demon behind homosexuality. I said it. I believe it. Jesus is coming soon. Doesn't mean he doesn't love you. Amen. But you ain't thinking on your own. You didn't, that I didn't come from within. And you weren't born that way. Amen. It's a demon behind it. Hallelujah. There's a demon behind addicts. Amen. Hallelujah. People get addicted to stuff. There's a spirit that just drives them. And it doesn't have to be drugs and alcohol. Some people are addicted to food. Some people are addicted to drama. If somebody ain't squalling and screaming, we ain't happy. Amen. It's too boring, too dull for us. We got to have some drama. Amen. We got to have some squealing and squalling and hair pulling or something. That's a, that's a demon too. Amen. Uh, and, and, you know, there, there can be deliverance from any and all of this. Hallelujah. He whom the Son has set free is free indeed. Amen. And it says if we'll follow on to know, we'll be free. And uh, just, just many aren't doing that. And many, many in, in this day and age have never been wrong about anything all their life. This is what's going on right now. Everybody got a trophy in Little League. Amen. The last place team who didn't win a game got the same size trophy as the team who, who's disciplined and learned a little bit about baseball and competed. Amen. And they all get the same trophy. They're all win Nobody's winners or losers. Amen. And that's, that's, why, that's why these people are having such a fit because they want their trophy. Amen. And, and they didn't get their trophy. Amen. And they don't know how to deal with it. Praise God. That's what's going on. Amen. Sometimes, let's listen to me. Sometimes you win, sometimes you lose. Sometimes you fall down and, and, and get the skin knocked off of both your knees and, and, and got big old scabs like strawberries for weeks. And it hurts. And you cry. And then when I was a kid, they'd put stuff on it that made it hurt worse. <laughs> it's going to get worse before it gets better. Hallelujah. It's part of it. It's just part of it. And we got to learn and we get up and dust ourselves off. Hallelujah. So I think it's essential to take a look at what's going on in our world right now. First Thessalonians, and, and, and what I'm talking about is it's scriptural, it's Bible. The enemy's trying to take, and this is probably going to have to be a two or three week series. But what the enemy is trying to do to us is take away our reliance and dependence on the Word of God. What Andrew was saying is so exactly right. Amen. The marriage bed is undefiled. But adulterers and whoremongers, God will judge. New Testament. Four things, four things in the New Testament that believers are required to honor. That's from things sacrificed to idols, from, from uh, blood, things strangled, and, and the last one is fornication. Fornication is sex outside of marriage. Amen. I know that's just so shocking right now. Oh, my God. Oh, my God, did he say that? Are we required to do that? Because everybody's doing likewise. Because we ignored the book. 
Because we've turned our back on the book. Did you do all that, Brother Andy? Heck no. Because nobody was standing up for the book enough to, 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 to tell me that was what was right. And can, I just, can I just be real with you? When I was about 13 or 12 years old, we went to school and we had a sex education class. They taught me in school how to do it and get away with it and not get pregnant. And I thought that was a license to just go ahead and do it then. Because I got that in school with the teachers and the principal. You remember that, Ricky? They showed us slides. I thought, my God. This is over my head. Hallelujah. I, I, I was kind of slow on some of this stuff. Because we're supposed to be. We're supposed to be. And now listen, God loves everybody and His mercy is brand new every day. But we can honor God and we can honor God's Word and, and get back to the Word of God. And so much has changed and so much has slipped and then, then even the institute of marriage is not what it once was. And because I like what Andrew said, we've we, we, we got to get back to biblical. Uh, biblical right and wrong. Husbands, we're anointed to love our wives fiercely. Anointed to love them fiercely, provide for them, protect for them, to nourish them, to care for them, and vice versa. Wives, you're anointed to love your husbands fiercely, fervently, passionately. There ought to be love in the household, and there ought to be watching out. We're a team. We're a team. Actually, with Jesus, it's a three leg. Two legs would just fall over. But Jesus. And we put the Word of God and, and permit to be in, commit to being doers of the Word of God. That thing is going to stand. Hallelujah. Well, what about my past? Listen, your past doesn't exist. <laughs> that's, that's, that's the deal about the blood. Why are we worried about yesterday? Yesterday's gone and it ain't never coming back. But we got a great future to look forward to. Amen. You ever missed it? You bet. That's why I love Jesus so much, praise God, because he done forgot. Amen. He cast it as far away from him as the east is in the west, and I'm clean. Amen. He thinks I'm all right. <laughs> Whatever I did, it's gone. Amen. I'm all right. If he thinks I'm all right, I can think I'm all right. You can too. But we need to love fiercely. Brothers and sisters, we need to love each other fiercely and, and protectively. Amen. And not, not allow any mess with the enemy to come in and attack us and be strong and, and, and then love all people that way that's what he said even to love the lost and these people they don't understand they don't understand why they're so ang angry I do I do in the spirit there, 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 there is an evil voice speaking but many of them on down the line they don't even know why they're speaking they're just parrots they're just parrots. But the evil ones, there's an anointing from hell just like there's an anointing from heaven to come up with all this nonsense to make you think that, that the numbers are way worse than what Andrew talked about. You'd think it's 50, 60% of uh, abortions are because of incest rape. We're just not giving the women any choice. Amen. And that's not right, and wrong is wrong, and right's right. And we, well, I, I agree with Andrew. We ought to get back 
to what's right and what's wrong. Amen? Hallelujah, that's just for free. We ought to defend it. And nobody's more anointed to pray for you, wives, than your husband. Husband, nobody's more anointed to you to pray for your wife and to, to dig down and exercise faith. Even if you think you don't know nothing, the, the Bible says you do. We have this treasure in earthen vessels that the excellency of the power may be of God and not of ourselves. <laughs> Hallelujah. You got something in there and you just start exercising, it'll grow. You're anointed to pray for her wives. You're anointed to pray for that husband. Amen. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. And stand together. And that takes two to stand. If one's not going the right way, it's, it's, it's not fun at all. And so young people, you need to listen and learn and understand. You don't even need to even come close to thinking about somebody who's not more on fire for God than you are. And you need to take them test them out and check them just because they're sitting in church don't mean they're a Christian any, any more than being in McDonald's makes you a french fry are they bearing fruit is there something real here amen is there something is, and, and then ask God is this right is this the one and Lord let me be man enough or woman enough to, to take it and understand if it's not so I can get myself out of this mess before I get into something I can't get over Amen, because it's serious times. It's serious times. Jesus said, Husbands, love your wives. Christ loved the church and he gave himself for that he might cleanse her by the washing of water by the word. And that's vice versa. And wives submit to husbands. That's vice versa. We submit to each other. We honor each other. We're not, we're, we're not some... Uh, people who take a half truth from the word of God and make submission something ugly submission something beautiful when we're both submitted to God amen now there's going to come times when, when there's a disagreement not, not very many if you both have the mind of Christ well I want pink wallpaper and she wants blue and when it comes down to something like that you know you be peaceful but you know somebody you know the man, the man is the head of spiritual decisions. Amen. But that can all be worked out with the Holy Ghost. But you don't need a man saying, I'm the one who makes the spiritual decisions when he don't live half right. And the only time he wants to quote scriptures is that one. Can I get a good amen up in here? Hallelujah. The only scripture they know, take a little wine for thy stomach's sake. They don't know no scripture. They're heathen. Hallelujah. It says to warn all the people before this day comes. That's, that's what we're doing. Amen. Let me, let me read it again. We appeal to you, dear brothers and sisters, and sisters, to instruct those who are not in their place of battle. Their pla you got a place of battle. you got a place in this army that you belong, and you need to get, get in line and get in there, praise God. Find your gun and dust it off and clean it. Praise God. Get your shield of faith cleaned off and get it up there. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. I ain't getting far on the rapture. But it's about to happen. I don't know when. We don't know. But it's still imminent. And, and, and listen at this. Have we not seen things, including last week, the last three, four, five years that we never dreamed we'd see? Amen. It's just amazing. Amen. It's just amazing. 1 Thessalonians 5, verse 1. 
I'm just going to read you some things before we go about the rapture, about what the Word of God says, about a catching away. Now, somebody said, well, the word rapture is not in there. Well, I'm glad you're so deep that you know and understand that. But it refers to a catching away. Uh, the rapture is just the name we put on it. We'll, if, you want, if you want it, we'll say the catching away, if that will make you feel better. Amen. But whether you get caught away or raptured, you're gone either, either way. Amen. But concerning the times and the seasons, brethren, I have no need that I should write to you. For you yourselves know perfectly that the day of the Lord so comes as a thief in the night. For when they say peace and safety, then sudden destruction comes upon them as labor pains upon a pregnant woman. And they shall not escape. But you, brethren, are not in darkness. Brethren, sistren. You're not in darkness so that this day should overtake you as a thief. You are all sons and daughters of light and sons and daughters of the day. Offspring of heaven. I've said that. We're not of the night nor of darkness. Therefore let us not sleep as others do, but let us watch and be sober. For those who sleep, sleep at night, and those who get drunk are drunk at night. But let us who are of the day be sober, putting on the breastplate of faith and love, and as a helmet, the hope of salvation. For God did not appoint us to wrath, but to obtain salvation through our Lord Jesus Christ. God did not appoint us to wrath, but to obtain salvation through our Lord Jesus Christ. For, so for those who teach that we're going to go through the Great Tribulation, which if I've ever read anything wrathful, that's it. Amen. And I, and I got others that say the same thing. Out of the mouth of two or three witnesses, every word will be established. Who died for us that whether we wake or sleep, we should live together with him. Therefore, comfort each other and edify one another just as so you're doing. Amen. Yes, Jesus is coming again, and that ought to be comforting. We're going to get caught away and get up out of here. And, and, and them that don't want to go, they don't have to go. Amen. Hallelujah. They can have what's left behind if that's what they desire. Amen. But I do believe, and I, listen, I recommend it. It won't hurt you. I did it, I did it a few months ago. Luke was really interested, and I, and I said, buddy, if you'll sit down and watch them, we'll watch every single one of them, the, uh, the Left Behind movies. You know, you, and, and I, I don't know that everything's exactly going to be right, but you need to think about that. Amen, because there's preachers there that got left behind. Well, how did that happen? Well, the Scripture does say, We prophesied in your name, Lord. We cast out devils in your name, Lord. But he said, You depart from me, you workers of iniquity, for I never knew you. Some are going through the motions. Amen. Some are just playing. Amen. You say. You say you did this and you say you did that, but did you really? Amen. Hallelujah. Some people can put on a religious show and make you think and, 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 and make people drink poison Kool-Aid because they can put on a show. We don't need a show. We need something that's changing us from glory to glory and from faith to faith. Amen. Oh, glory. 
Wherefore, comfort each other and edify one another just as you, you so are doing. So we've got a hope. These are the last of the last days. We've been talking about it so much. The latter state of the house is going to be greater than the former. Anything that ever happened in the book of Acts is going to happen in these last days. And it's, going to be, it's awesome. And, and then in a moment, in the twinkling of an eye, we're with him in an in a eternal place with a glorified body. Those of you that are believing God for your healing, if you haven't received it, if it hadn't manifested, by then can you imagine no more pain, no more tears? Amen. Uh, you know, I've heard people who went to heaven in a vision and, and saw things. Keith Moore went and he saw his dad and, and got a, a, a vision of heaven in a vision and went and saw his dad and he said his dad was probably like 30 years old, like in his prime. He says his hair was perfect. Just looked so strong and so vibrant and so healthy. Or he died an old man. Amen. Can you, can you imagine Brother Harmon with his hair all slicked back like Elvis again? Amen. He had a head full of hair. Mama sa said, she said when she saw him walk out of the, 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 the place where he walked out of, it, she said she thought that was Elvis. <laughs> Amen. <laughs> Hallelujah. We can, can you imagine, some of, some of you can, imagine being in your prime, praise God. Hallelujah. No issues. Amen. Amen. And for eternity. Amen. All because of what Jesus did for us. And all because we said yes, Lord. So, so this return of the Lord is mentioned throughout the Bible. And it is a message that we cannot get away from. We have to talk about it these last days. Because it does give some restraint. If you've got people thinking there's no judgment or... or, or Nothing whatsoever, and then you got people preaching nothing. It's been 35 minutes, well, 25 minutes nowadays is a long one. 15 minutes of nothing. Made you feel good about yourself, but nothing really from Scripture. Nothing made you want to change. Hallelujah. So there is a heaven and there is a hell, and the decisions that we make in this lifetime will determine where we spend eternity. Amen. And thank God the past is gone. If we confess our sins, He's faithful and just to forgive us our sins and cleanse us from all unrighteousness. Now we're looking to the future. Amen. Hallelujah. And this catching away. Amen. Caught up. Hallelujah. And according to the Word of God, it's already happened three times. Three, three catching ups have already happened, so it shouldn't be such a strange thing. Amen. Genesis 5.24, I'll give you chapter and verse just a little bit so you can understand. Enoch walked with God and was not, for God took him. In the old covenant, Enoch got to seeking God and, 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 and got to communing with God and fellowshipping with God, walking with God. And he was just walking with God one day. And one day they got so far out that God said, Hey, Enoch, you're closer to my house than we are to yours. Why don't you just come home with me? <coughs> okay. And Enoch's caught up and Enoch's gone. There was no more Enoch. Amen. When you leave this world, we're going to bury the house you lived in. Enoch's house evidently went with him somehow. Changed in a moment in the twinkling of an eye. Hallelujah. Hebrews says... By faith, Enoch was taken away so that he did not see death and was not found because God had taken him. For before he was taken, he had this testimony that he pleased God. 
Amen. Now, now uh, we believe God, and that makes us please Him. That's pleasing to Him when we trust Him. Now, Elijah the prophet was the second uh, person, and his catching away was public. It was witnessed. And 2 Kings 2 and 9, So it was when they had crossed over that Elijah said to Elijah, Ask what I may do for you before I'm taken away. Elijah said, Please set a double of your portion, uh, let a double portion of your spirit be upon me. So he said, You've asked a hard thing. Nevertheless, if you see me when I'm taken from you, it shall be for you, but if not, it shall not be so. Then it happened as they continued on and talked that suddenly a chariot of fire appeared with horses of fire, and separately the two of them, and Elijah went up with the whirlwind into heaven. Amen. Third time, our Lord Jesus Himself. Luke 24, 50. And He led them out as far as Bethany, and He lifted up His hands and blessed them. Now, now this is after He had been crucified, raised from the dead. This was after the day of Pentecost. Or this was before the day of Pentecost, but after. Uh, and He told them to tarry there. And, and, and they'll be endued from power. But he had died, rose from the dead, came back, appeared to them. Amen. Hallelujah. Walked through the wall, appeared to them. Uh, ate fishes. Peter's out. Backslid. <laughs> you know, he done denied the Lord three times. Hallelujah. And Jesus called to him. Hallelujah. And they had fish. And he led them out as far as Bethany. And he lifted up his hands and blessed them. Now it came to pass while he blessed them. That he was parted from them. And carried up into heaven. They saw him go up. So the coming catching away. Rapture of the church is going to be just the same. One will be. uh, Two will be grinding. One will be left behind. Two will be in the field. One will be left behind. Amen. Those that aren't right will be left behind. So people throughout the world, we've seen pictures. You know, we've seen the pictures where all the people are going up. It's going to really, it's really a real, it's supernatural. It's far-fetched. But somebody tell me right now that some of the stuff that we've seen lately is not far-fetched and unbelievable. I've seen, I've seen stuff that I hadn't believed. Amen. Well, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to leave you right there believing. The, the, next, the, next, the next loadout, guess who's on it? The believers. Those who put their faith and trust in Jesus. Amen. And we'll talk about when and how and all that other stuff. Next week, maybe. But we're out of time now. Amen. But it's a good thing. It's a good thing. I don't want to go off and leave my family, but if they're going with me, I'm good. Amen, I'm good. You know, if, the, if we can have a mighty, mighty move of God, and we can. We can. Amen. I mean, demons in hell were rejoicing over all these babies that were, I mean, just this, just... Sin sacrifices. That's what he said. Eighty-some percent. 
just for sin. Amen. And, and, and thou shalt not kill will never go away. And as anointed of hell, just like in the Bible, they offered their babies to Moloch and they wanted to offer up Moses, but Moses' mother said, no. We're going to hide him in the reeds. Amen. And then Pharaoh's daughter found him and raised him. You know, they wasn't killing the babies in the king's house. And he got spared. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Glory to God. It's a great day. Pashti kisa bondoloso. Posa koda rodisa basa kista koshi pasta. Seiko roshi kista basa kisa koso ko. Rongo boshi kista basa kista boso kista. Shingo roso bodo koso tisa kasa tisa. Kosha brodo sisa kata. Shiko soto koso kopa koso koko ko. So it's been said, and it'll be said again, and it'll be said uh, some more, and then some more. Lift up your heads and rejoice, for your redemption draweth nigh. The signs they declare the coming of the Lord. And the signs they declare the power and presence of the Lord. Yes, and again, you'll see my hand move. You saw my hand move this time, and you'll see it move again. When I decide to move, saith the Lord, darkness cannot stop me. For I will do as I will. I'll do as it is written, and it will all come to pass. But I'll say to you, those who hear my voice in this place, those who listen today, as you walk with me and talk with me, as you've pressed in and persevered, many, many dangers, toils, and snares you have faced in my name, saith the Lord. But let it be known even this day that a tide has turned in this place and for this people. And as before this day there has been struggle and there has been obstacles, and there have been traps and trials and tribulations, saith the Lord, the last six months of this year, you will see my blessing. You will see my blessing more and more come upon you. For it's always been my desire. And the enemy, the enemy has fought hard. But the Lamb will prevail, saith the Lord. My word will prevail. My people will prevail that trust in me, that keep their eye in me. And this is why I call unto you. This is why I reach out for you. For I have desire of you, saith the Lord, that you walk with me, that you put your trust in me. And even a little seed inside of your heart will grow. And you may say, oh, who am I that the hand of God can move upon me? Who am I that God can use me? You just yield to me, saith the Lord. You let that seed grow, and I'll be God, and you'll be you, and I will take care of those things. For that which is in you will begin to sprout up and begin to grow and begin to come forth. And great will your strength in me be. Great will your power in me be. Great will your wisdom in me be. And great will your discernment in me be. And I will use you, saith the Lord. I'll use this one for that assignment and this one for another assignment. But I will use you all. It's my desire to use you. You, and uh, oh I have need of you to be willing and obedient unto me for many uh, many have grown cold 
But I say into this house, wake, awaken, awaken. I've been nudging you. I've been wooing you, saith the Lord. I've not left you nor forsaken you. I've been there. And as you cry unto me, I hear. And so now's the time. Now's the time. Now's the time. And you'll see it, saith the Lord. You'll see my hand move. For in difficult times, even some things must be purged. And some things have been purged, saith the Lord. Some things that have been purged that have been a hindrance. The enemy fires fiery darts, saith the Lord. And even though we dodge, and even though we have our shield... Some penetrate and some break through and hinder and hold back. But, oh, saith the Lord, I'm coming with fresh rain from my spirit that'll cleanse, that'll cleanse the wounds, that'll cleanse the damage, that'll bring healing, that'll, that'll bring, bring clarity of understanding. And, oh, an increased clarity of hearing my voice. And my sheep know my voice and the voice of another they will not follow. And I will raise you up, saith the Lord. And you'll see my blessing. For it's my plan for you, saith the Lord. Glory to God. It's my plan for this place. It'll all come to pass, saith the Lord. Hallelujah. 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 Praise God forevermore. I, uh, I just saw, actually earlier this morning, I saw the, 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 the rain, the presence of God coming so strong. And it was a kind of rain that caused the things of God to flourish. It didn't. It didn't help. The th you, you, you know, in your feet, in your field, you got weeds. I got Johnson grass in some of my yards. Some of my yards got the prettiest grass you ever saw, and some of it's ugly. And uh, but it caused the good to, to to flourish, and it flourished so much. You know, the Bible says that the tares will, will choke out the the seed of the Word of God. This was exactly the opposite of that. The Spirit of God caused flourishing of the Spirit to come up and dry out the things that hinder. And hold back. Does that make sense? Amen. The rains come. In Israel, amen, uh, there's deserts and there's no rain. And there's no rain where there's been no rain for, for centuries. But all those seeds are there. I guess seeds have a long shelf life. Amen. And then when it does rain, all those seeds come up and it flourishes and it, and, and it springs forth. That's what's getting ready to happen. I, I, I saw, I was there, me and Brother Glenn and Brother Harmon were there back in those days. Maybe Chad was around some at the golf course. They had uh, fescue grass fairways like in your yard and, and, uh, you know, that's not what all the fancy golf courses had. They had a different kind of grass. We call it Texas grass. It was Bermuda. 
and they wanted that in the fairways because in the wintertime it dies, but it stays fluffy. And you can hit the balls off of it. You know, the, the, the hitting a golf ball depends on what it's laying on. If it's laying in the right place, you can hit it good, but if it's laying in thick, old, ugly green grass, you can't hit it at all. That grass grabs your golf club, and it just don't work. So they wanted to change to Bermuda grass because everybody was doing that. So they came, they sprayed all the fairways with Roundup. Roundup. Killed every sprig of grass out there. They sprayed it one day, the next day it looked the same. The next day it looked the same, and the next day it looked the same. But after about four or five hot days, it started drying up. And then in about a week and a half, I mean, it was just dirt. And they let that go two weeks, a couple weeks, and then they came out there and started sprigging little sprigs here and little sprigs there and little sprigs, planting them in that dirt of that Bermuda grass. And that stuff, they started watering it, and that stuff started growing, and it's out there now. That's why when you drive by a golf course in Kentucky in the wintertime, the fairways are white because it, it's dormant, but you can still play golf. And then as soon as it starts getting warm at night and, and spring comes it turns green and fluffy and they got to mow it real close again and it's just like carpet amen but but the old stuff has to die out before some new stuff can come in amen and and there's some there's some works of the devil that be that are being knocked down in this country because of intercessors because somebody, somebody's knew that when they spoke, not because of who they are, but because of whose they are, because they have this treasure in earthen vessels, when they speak, when they ask, when they declare that, and they believe it. And some of them have been asking for these things a long time. Hallelujah. Glory to God. I sure do love y'all. And we'll, 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 we'll pick up on that. Mitchell, I want to pray for you, if that's all right. Why don't you come up here? Need some ushers. Proud of Mitchell. When he's having some struggles, he knows where to come. Knows who to call. Colo bongo rosso boso kista. Shango rosso coso boto kisa. Colo rosso coso kisa. Kata basa kita coso. You believe what I talked about uh, this morning is true? You believe that, Mitchell? In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus, I break every power of hell off his body, off his mind, off his life, in the name of Jesus. I release the anointing from the top of his head to the soles of his feet. Devil, you have no right here. You have no right here. We put the blood. We put the blood on him from the top of his head to the soles of his feet. In Jesus' mighty name. In Jesus' mighty name, I release the burden, lifting, yoke, destroying, and anointing of God into you, son. I curse you, devil, spirit of infirmity. 
in the name of Jesus. Get your hands off of him. Get your hands off of him. Get your hands off of him in the name of Jesus. I speak life. I declare the plans and purposes will come to pass for this young man. The will of God be done. Lift your hands up, son. Lift your hands up. Lift them way up. In the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. How many pray for Mitchell? Thank you, Lord. 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 Lord, we give you praise. We give you praise. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Well, praise God forevermore. Praise God forevermore. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Hey. I believe something's working on you right now and God's helping you. Now listen. It's in you to rise up and take authority over it. Amen. I'll help you. I'll help you, but there's, there's something inside of you. The Holy Ghost is going to rise up inside of you. Amen. Hallelujah. And you can do it. You can do it. All right. It's going to be different this time. It's going to be different this time. Amen. You believe God loves you? You're right about that. I do too. He's going to help you. He's going to help you. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Well, I sure do love you. And uh, we will see you Wednesday night, and we'll get back on this uh, with some more uh, next Sunday. God bless you.